okay. up, man? What's happening? Oh, nothing. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming to be a part of the the podcast. Man, like I said, appreciate it, man. Oh, no problem. So we're in uh, very first season and episode four. So this will be episode four. So just okay. welcome. So it's just, um, you know, we came up with this platform to kind of give inspiration to people, um, people that, you know, been going through something or that may have lost their jobs or rediscovered passions, you know, during the pandemic because they had time. Um, so it's just a platform for people to share their stories about how they make a living with their passion and how it's possible and how it's important you know to always believe in yourself and you know to to bet on yourself and uh and that you know on the other side of that there could be you know a big success story and and blessings that follow so this is ramon this is ramon the the man the myth the legend (laughs) yeah (laughs) That's my cousin Aaron. He's the one I was telling you about. <laughs> That's a Hollywood cousin right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's 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 the man. Um, you know, helping me with this show and, and everything like that. So um, I told him he I told him about about you um, probably a while ago, at least a few weeks ago. And then he was asking me like, oh, like, like how would you meet him? I was like, oh, stand in line for some vegan tacos, <laughs> <laughs> which which were fired by the way. <laughs> man they were they were really good yeah and i've i've had well not to get off subject but i've had those like three four times since <laughs> oh man hey you gotta hit me up let me know where they're at because i need to yeah. go get them. <laughs> so they're called um so swabs shout out to swabs so they actually you're getting the spot here but um yeah so they do my family they're family friends of like my wife's family so they like cater, they like do the events. They do like the, uh, like the birthday parties, you know, for my nephews and stuff like that. So we've actually run into them a few times since and then have had the food. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Bomb. yeah, no, that was, they were really good, but, um, no, man, but thanks for taking the time out and, and for, for joining us today and, and being willing, you know, to kind of share your journey from when you started to, to where you're at now. Um, so, I mean, the first thing I want to get into is um, how did this all start? How did, you know, photography and, and film, where did that passion come from? Um, you know, just from the beginning, just kind of take us through that. Uh, well, a lot, a lot don't know. I actually have my degree in computer graphics. So web design okay. and web design. Mm-hmm. Um, did that when the dot-coms were booming. And when I say dot-coms, when to the young people, they're like, huh? <laughs> right, right. Right. When the dot coms were booming, that's when I was booming. I got to be an art director, uh, worked at uh, Capcom video game company, senior graphic oh, yeah. designer. Oh, Street nice. Fighter. Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighter. Yep. 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 Um, did, you know, just some some really wonderful things. And then uh, when the dot coms started falling down is when I started getting laid off. And mm-hmm. uh, that was that was rough, man. That was. Yeah. That was kind of like. <laughs> you know um and that's similar to what we've been dealing with the last you know year or two same yeah. type of stories and what's been happening to people as far as their jobs and stuff yep um one thing i'll share though that was embedded in me when i was 20 i was 22 at the time an mm-hmm. old art director of mine shout out to ashley hall man he uh he told me he sat me down in the office one day he said ramon sit down i said am i in trouble he said no i said okay i'll sit down right <laughs> he goes um never let your pride get in the way. Mm-hmm. 
And I sat there and I was like, mm, okay, I'm 22 years old at the time. I was like, what is he talking about? He said, look at me. He said, I've been an airplane pilot, wrote songs for Shaka Khan, art director at Universal Studios. He goes, and now I'm here. And I'm like, you wrote songs for Shaka Khan? I'm like, what? <laughs> right? And he, he, he told me that, right? And the reason why I bring that up is that that has instilled into me now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did let my pride get in the way. When I was 23 years old, right at that time, I was 23, turned 24. I got laid off. I became an art director. Mm-hmm. I was making 75000 a year, 24 years old, right? My pride right. was... Oh, absolutely. I know exactly how that feels. Like, <laughs> I That's good, too. I mean, not that it's not terrible but you know we're in expensive places right now so exactly yeah right. and so uh i man making that money got laid off and i said man i don't need unemployment mm-hmm. why do i need unemployment i can get a job tomorrow if i want my pride right yeah and i man a month went by i didn't call unemployment didn't mm-hmm. sign for unemployment I was like, man, I don't need that. That's for other people. That ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Right, right? And so long story short, man, it, it went on for about four months. I became a, um, I, I worked for the third largest telecommunications company called France Telecom. I was the UI designer at the time. And I was working with all the engineers. I was doing the, the graphics in the front end and giving it to them. They'd implement it to the GUI. The day that I got laid off from there now, oh, but then I made six figures now. So, mm. right? I'm 24, 24, 24, 25, making six figures. That's some good money back then, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. I got laid off the, the moment I got laid off. What actually told me stuck in my head. I was like, never let your pride get in the way. I said, man, I called unemployment right then and there. I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> right. Got unemployment, had to do what I had to do, you know? And then after that, I um, I started working. I, I was always into photography, right? And it was always like a passion of mine. I was, right. you know, and it was another art form to me. Absolutely. And, and so then uh, Best Buy opened up, and I didn't have a job. And I, I it was in Union City, and I went in there and I said, you know, showed my resume, and they were like, uh, you know, we we can't ask this, but they did ask it, and they said, how much did you make your last job? And I told them, and I said, look. I could sell. I go, you give me a job. I'm going to show you what I can do. I said, anything can look good on a resume, but let me show you what I can do. Mm-hmm. She, she hired me on spot. So I was like, okay, cool. So a month goes in and they said, Hey, Ramon, how do you feel about being a manager? And I said, what department? And they said, digital imaging. <laughs> I went, Oh, and, and I'll never forget this. I told him, I said, you're not ready. And they said, what do you mean? We're not ready. I go, you'll see. Right. They know I had a camera background. Exactly. So I went in there. I sold like it was like there was no tomorrow, man. Mm-hmm. I outsold every Best Buy in one month that I was a manager. I outsold every Best Buy in the district. And they were like, wow. you know, what are you doing? And I said, I'm creating rapport with people. Mm-hmm. And that that goes to, to, to now, you know everybody's like, well, how do you, you know, how'd you get this? And how'd you get that? I go, man, it's, it's, you have to create rapport. You have to create relationships mm-hmm. and you have to be genuine at what you do, you know? Yeah. Um, 
it's you know so 2005 is when i started photography okay my wife bought me my first camera you know we were we were in best buy and and i didn't work there anymore and she was like do you want that and i was like yeah right. <laughs> i said i'm gonna be a photographer and um i'll never forget it was a canon g9 i had every every digital camera that you could think of mm -hmm. I had you know, isn't that, it, isn't that like a point and shoot, one of those lenses that come out. Yeah, back <laughs> when that was hip. Yeah, man. Hey, I did my first photo shoot with Rashad Morgan from Grand Hustle Atlantic Records at the time with that uh, camera. No, <laughs> that took some some gumption. Yeah, <laughs> I did stupid stuff like that too. But yeah, <laughs> I said, you know what? you got to work with the tools that you have yeah right? yeah you do and me being a graphic designer see i had i had a an up because i could shoot somebody with a 12 megapixel camera yeah put it in photoshop and they're like man what did you shoot that with the canon i'm like no nah, that was a kodak point and shoot right <laughs> you know so that's what that's how i started man that's that's where it all began that that day at best buy and you know what i wish i would have had that still had that camera i sold that camera uh-huh and uh, yeah. i wish i would have never did that because that was something special like my wife bought me it got me into the photography you know yeah dude i got a camera like that right now it's a um the sony i don't remember what model whatever but it's it's a uh, one chip you know when when having a color video camera was kind of big you know and they're charging you for whether it's three ccds or one ccd <laughs> i had that one ccd i bought that joker used for 1200 bucks and that was like a huge purchase for me <laughs> you know oh man that yeah. is too <laughs> that's perfect though that's but, kind I, of like but i still have it that's the thing because I just for that reason, like I can't seem to like. Uh, I should. It's, I, I'll probably never be able to turn it on again. Yeah. <laughs> have it. But then it becomes a prop. It becomes a prop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a cool prop, you know. It is. <laughs> so and then uh, 2008 is when I took it to a professional level. Okay. Really started getting into it, you know. Um, I remember a friend of mine, I got a Canon, right? I was a Canon shooter. And I remember a friend of mine, he uh, he got the same camera I did, right? We were like, not in competition with each other, but he was like, you get the 5D Mark II? I said, yep. He goes, so did I. I was like, this fool. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what you gonna shoot? You know, cause we, we kinda had similar styles at the time. And, and I go, what are you gonna what? shoot? And he says, I'm gonna go to model route. I said, all right. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to music industry route. And that's that's where I I I said if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it, and right. all of a sudden you know this guy who who's named R54 is like what is he a, a robot R2D2's cousin like what is he you know right mm -hmm. and so all of a sudden people are saying who's this R54 guy right because I'd be on stage I was on stage with Wu Tang right Wu Tang wow. had their yeah. own photographer but I was still on stage with them right. and the other photographers were in the pit. <laughs> and it, was like, it was like, who's this dude? And how come he ain't got no bracelet on? I yeah. didn't have a bracelet, no nothing, right? Right. Connections 
it's when again it's the rapport that you have with people right yeah. my boy called me my shout out to montana he hit me up he said ramon what you doing today huh? i said nothing what's up he said bring your camera we're gonna go see snoop dang i For said real? okay he goes no really bring your camera we're going to go see snoop and i'm like i said how are we gonna go he said ramon just just follow, just go i said all right got my camera followed him and we go into the shoreline amphitheater we, we pull up and he tells the security guard something and I, I roll by i roll down my window he goes you're good and we park right next to snoop's bus and i'm like oh this is really happening oh wow <laughs> was that like the first like eye-opening experience so we were like oh this is for real now that was that was the first time um prior to that i was ap9 and richie rich's personal photographer oh wow bay area legends right there <laughs> yeah so i was i was their photographer and then this was just kind of like a you know my boy called me and said hey come mm -hmm. on and so we park the first person i meet is uh, snoop's road manager and he was like hey what's up ramon how you doing da, da, da. nice to meet you and we walk right in we were right. I'm like, uh, do I need a bracelet? You know, like, uh, you know, <laughs> right, right. He's like, you good? You with Snoop? And I'm like, okay. And so I'm backstage in the in the green room area now. The first person I run into is Rock Him. I was like, <laughs> that the night just kept getting better and better, right? So you're starting to see all these people that you know are. Are familiar and very recognizable and like you're like wait i'm here and i'm doing photography that's that's wild yeah and then my thing was how am i going to make myself different than other photographers because everybody nowadays you got a camera i got my cell phone i'm a director i'm a photographer like oh okay sure. i'm oh, a yeah. chef i don't know how to cook yeah <laughs> you know and so i'm just like wow this is crazy so i said you know what i'm gonna get video shout outs that was my goal that night I'm gonna gotcha. get not knowing who I was gonna get, but mm -hmm. I that was, I put that out there, right? Right. So I meet Snoop. Snoop's really cool. I start taking pictures of him on stage, and then you're only supposed to stay there for three songs, and then you got to bounce, okay. right? In the mm -hmm. pit. They was like, "No, you don't have that role." Everybody else says you don't have that role. You could do whatever you want, and I was like, uh, "Okay." They were like. Um, if you want to take video, whatever you want, you could do. I took video. Everybody's like, how's this guy taking video? They told us we can't take video. I was like, I'm with Snoop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't Man. I got the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. so, so how so, long? Um oh go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so so then um, you know, so the, the concerts ended. I'm in the green room area now, and I go up to uh into Snoop's uh room. Mm -hmm. And I know Daz and Corrupt because I did some stuff for them before, and I know Warren G. So that was kind of like a good end, you know, where when I walked in. Um, but I had to show Snoop the money shot. There was one shot right. that particularly that I was like, this is the money shot. So I, I filtered to it real quick. I said, hey, Snoop. I said, check this out. And I showed him the money shot that I thought that was a money shot. And he was like, he's like, hey, man. He's all, come here, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> we walk in the green room. I was like, hey, what's up, Daz? What's up, Corrupt? What's up, uh, Warren? Do right. I ask the bar? And he was like, y'all know? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know them. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, hey, man, 
He's like, come here, I want you to take a special picture. And I'm like, oh. I'm thinking, oh my God, Dr. Dre's here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking, right? And I was like, and I'm wondering who's going to come out, right? His wife comes out. He says, I want you to meet my wife. He's all, can you take a picture of us? I oh, swear. Wow. Of course. Took a picture of them, turned it around, and they said, oh, man. Man, God bless you, man. Thank you so much. I was like, man, thank you. Like, this yeah. is, you know. I said, hey, Snoop, can I ask you something? He goes, yeah, what's up, nephew? I was like, can you give me a shout out on video? He said, man, turn on your camera. I got you. I was like. Man, that's huge. Yeah, that and is so, so back in DVD magazine days. Remember those? DVD magazine? Yo. <laughs> Yo. Free internet, and, basically. <laughs> yeah, right? So he gives me a shout out. Then I'm now I'm in Wu-Tang's dressing room, right? Mm -hmm. And I had this one guy, he's watching me, he's watching me, right? And he's like, like, how the hell this dude, in, it's the only dude up in here, there's a bunch of girls in there, but I'm the only guy in there talking to everybody, right? right. And the first person I talk to is Ghostface. So I'm chopping it up with Ghostface. And then he was like, he told me, hey, let me give you a shout out. I said, for real? So he gave me a shout out on video. Look at that, look at that. Dang. And then it was, um, Method Man leaves right off after their set, he's gone. He's like, I'm out. He doesn't really associate, right? I met ODB's son, he was cool. Um, and then three wow. other members of the Wu-Tang gave me shout outs. And then DJ Symphony, that's the dude that was like watching me. And he, he came out to me, he said, man, I don't know who you are. He said, but Wu-Tang don't let nobody in this dress in, in, in this dressing room, man. He goes, so you must be somebody. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, I'm just, I'm just, I just love what I do. That's all. Right. So would you, um, would you say like all of these instances and, and being able to meet these people through your passion was because build, building that rapport with people beforehand and these artists and these people looking at your photos can see the quality and the authenticity in the photos as well. Like kind of what I mentioned to you before when we were on the phone. Um, yeah. Would you say that that's the reason that's how you stood out from others? I would say, yeah, that, that was the reason. Um, but, but not only that, you know, first and foremost, that man upstairs, man, yeah. he, opened, he opened the door that, that I, once he opened that door, I was like, Oh, it's on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That was just a blessing to me. Um, mm -hmm. That same night, Lady of Rage gave me a shout out. I got um, Digital Underground Shock G Humpty giving me a shout out. Wow. You know, rest, rest in peace, yeah. Shock. For you sure. know, I mean, this was something, it, it was kind of surreal. Like, did that just happen? Mm -hmm. you know, I still think like it's a trip. Like, the people that I know, and I'm like, wow, it, it's, it's really, it's, it's neat. It's it, yeah, you know, absolutely. And then you started like so. You started this professionally in, in 2008, and just having the passion for it, and then the will to make it work, just opened up all these doors for you. It just it sounds like just the the belief in yourself. You know, like you said, the man upstairs, and then the belief and the faith that you can make it happen. It seems like everything just kind of took off. Yeah, but then you know, there's those times that the people that what they don't want to talk about, mm -hmm. they want to talk about the success, but they don't want to talk about the failures. Right. 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 They don't want to talk about how hard it is. Like after I, I did um, 
uh, director called me and said, hey, Ramon, I, I need you, man. I, you know, I love your energy, this and that, right? And I knew mm -hmm. this director for a long time. And I met a lot of famous people through this director. And mm -hmm. But he always wanted me on set because he knew, you know, he knew I was going to, like, if somebody ha was in a bad mood, I was going to make sure they're in a good mood, right? Sure. And so it was with uh, Dub C, Ice Cube, and Young Melee. And I was like, what's the budget? And, you know, here we go. Oh, well, the budget this and that, right? And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, Aaron knows. No. <laughs> no. Hey, you know about this one. Oh, you know about this, right? mm -hmm. It's a good look for your portfolio. <laughs> so, so, so I I call my wife and I'm like, babe, I got an opportunity to go meet Ice Cube and Dub C. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, but I got to go down to L.A. She goes, we'll make it happen. And again, that's that's that man upstairs. All of right. a sudden, I'm doing a photo shoot that day. And this lady's overhearing me. And she goes, she turns, she goes, Ramon. And I go, hey, it's like this old family friend, right? She goes, I, I was hearing what you were saying. She goes, and you might not go to go. You have an opportunity with Ice Cube. And I was like, yeah. She goes, um, I work at the airlines. Hold on. She went back. Came back because she worked two jobs, right? She worked at right. the airline and she worked at uh at the time it was the W. And she went back, she came back, she goes, Here's your itinerary. And I'm like, What? She got me a plane flight. Are you serious? Wow. She oh. goes, and, and I was like, okay, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. Oh, for sure. I'm gonna be honest. I, while you've been talking, I've been sitting here thinking about we've probably heard this before when opportunity meets preparation. We often call that luck, but but yo, in this case, you win this flight itinerary. That was luck, <laughs> right? Right. I, I want to pay her. She goes. She goes. Just give me eighty dollars, and I was like, here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you. I land in L.A. The director picks me up, and they're like, Ramon, this is the song. Listen to the song, and I'm like, okay, dope song, right? So we get there, and I'm like. I'm like, man, I'm about to meet Dub Cube, like, mm -hmm. what, you know? And so I get introduced to Cube. So my, again, my whole thing, when I got the airplane ticket, I said, okay, God, I said, all I want, I want a shout out. I mm -hmm. want a shout out. That's what I want. I want a mm -hmm. video. And I kept saying it. I want a video shout out. At the end of that video, I got my video shout out from Ice Cube. Wow. I got it from Dub C, DJ Crazy Tunes, rest in peace, and Young Melee. Wow. All, all of them gave me a shout out. So now you have like, what, this database or like this collection of shout outs from very notable people. Um, so what did that, what did that do for your business? Like after you were able to, get, you know, get those and, and kind of promote yourself that way. That, you know what? Look at that smile. What, it, Look it at that that says it right there he's like <laughs> well it was it was good and it was bad yeah it was a catch-22 now yeah because everybody went on my instagram or or at the time my website right mm -hmm. they went and they said man we love your work but we can't afford you mm. and i was like what you, or, or you're busy and i'm like oh hold up are you my manager? Do you know my schedule? Like, right. Call me, call me, you know? And so that was the part that I was kind of like, wow. Okay. God. 
you got me all this. Now it's even harder. Mm -hmm. And again, because, because I love working with everybody, right? Well, let me, let me take a step back Mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry. I'm picky. Right. So when it comes to music, when it comes to comedians, when it comes to, you know, all that type of industry, I'm very picky on who mm-hmm. I work with. Mm-hmm. Families and, and everything else, though, I, that's, I love doing that. That, that. I'm not picky on that, right? Right, right. And I, I work with people's budgets. So that's the thing. Right. Like, you tell me, hey, this is my budget. I'm like, okay, hey, this is what I could do for you, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, what we talked about earlier was I don't chase money. Yeah, and that's very important for, you know, people out there to to understand and, and listen to, because when you're passionate about something, sometimes these things just happen, you know, naturally with, with like Aaron said, with your preparation and, and your hard work, and then, you know, you get that opportunity and you're ready to do something with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you chase the money, you forget about the passion and it becomes a job. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to be a job. I don't ever, I mean, like, I have, you know, I have my, my freaking gimbal right here. I'm right. always... I'm ready. I'm charged up ready. If somebody called me right now, it was like, Ramon. Ready to go. Shoot. I'm like, man, let's go. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so did you start off? Like, what was like the very first, I guess, pro- not project, but just the very first thing you did? Was it? Because I've seen your work. I've seen you do, you know, the music videos, the photo shoots. But then I've seen you, you know, with families as well, like family photo shoots. And then like a corporate events, which I, I met you at. That's how we so, met, yeah. 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 So how... Um, how were you able to to navigate through all these different, I guess, um, different types of you know businesses or different types of of, of industries? Um, how are you able to to make yourself known in, in various different you know channels? Basically, um, I, I I tell people I go, you got to be a chameleon, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, but that's not being fake. That's right. That- that's being able to talk to, I tell people, I go, I could talk to whether you're eight or 80, whether you went to Harvard mm-hmm. or you're good. You know, I remember when I was on set with the realist and Ray J and I'm talking to some, you know, the Crips and the Bloods and that we're chopping it up. You right. know? And I'll never forget this one dude, his name was Tiny and he was a huge dude, right? He gave me right. a big old hug. He's like, Ramon, man it was like I was supposed to meet you. And I said, it was, Tiny. It was. Yeah. And so we said, we talked about... I know you talking about. You talking about Tiny, the actor that just passed? Is that you no, talking no, about? No, no, no. Uh, he was a big, he was a big, like, he was a gangster dude. No, that's who that, that's the, the, not the guy from the, the movies, right? Tiny? Not, no, 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 not him. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Talking about Devo. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. This was, this was like a real gangster, like, yeah, yeah. Moment, yeah. Like, like whatever you need <laughs> i was right. like i'm good <laughs> right um so it's just a matter of you know like i know how to again it, i guess it just comes with me talking to people as far as you know whether you're corporate you know i know how to put on a suit and hide my tattoos mm-hmm. and you know um but still be me absolutely right? Because I put on a suit, I don't change who I am. I just, you know, it, you know, it's 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 a different conversation that we have, you sure, know. Sure. So that's why everybody always does ask that question of, you know, how do, how do you get all these different, you know, genres or mm-hmm. what specialty? And I go whatever my clients want. I said that because I love doing it, 
You know, it's not, I don't want to be stuck, just be, you know, a wedding photographer. Right. And that's all I do. Right. You do it all. <laughs> Separate events, right? Yeah. Because like, you take a wedding photographer and you tell him to go shoot, you know, go shoot a hip hop concert. He's not going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I've met, I met some really known photographers out there and they're like, man, I wish I was doing what you're doing. And I'm like, what? You're on National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they said, but you get to be personal with these people. That's true. You, mm-hmm. you become friends with these people. Like, you know, shout out to shout, I got to shout out Guy Tory today because he's a friend of mine, right? Comedian. Yeah. Oh, um, I know he is. Yeah, definitely. He was on Wendy today. And so I texted him. I was like, hey, man, I saw you on Wendy. And then I was like, Man, I'm texting him. He probably doesn't even know who it is, right? And I was like, hey, it's Ramon, by the way. He said, fool, I got you locked in. He's like, I know who this is. I was like, oh. Oh, man. But that's, um, and I go, what you said, it goes back to, like, what I've seen, um, you know, with your work. There seems to be, like, a rapport there, even in the video shout-outs that I've seen that you've posted. All these messages, like, from people, like, they seem, you know, they're genuine. They're coming from a, a genuine place, and it's like, they're friends with you before you're even their photographer or before yeah. they're, you know, getting services from you or anything like that. It's just like, they respect you as a person and what you're doing, you can tell in the, in the messages. So that goes back to what you're saying, just in building that rapport with people and even going back to, to those days, you know, at Best Buy, like you said, and, and, and getting to practice that every day. So when you were in front of people where you had to use all these skills, you know, it worked out to your, to your benefit and you were ready for the opportunities. Yeah, because I talked to a lot of people at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. So talking to all these people, now I knew what to say. Right, right. So, um, let's, let's, not, let's not gloss over the fact that, you know, by you shooting these celebs, it was, you know, put posting it on your MySpace at the time. You know, it, yeah. it was giving you social proof. Yeah. You know? And so, like, once the layman, the regular person sees you're shooting ice cube and snoop dog it's like oh i think this guy knows how to shoot some photography you know that that was a that's a a huge asset you know to you had had you started in wedding photography and gone the other way around it might have been more challenging perhaps yeah yeah i think it would have i think it would have yeah Um, then i didn't start shooting video until i met ea ski Mm, okay. Oh, you're one of my favorites. One of my favorite producers, you know, from the from the so Bay Area. So yeah. Huge, huge shout out to EA Ski, man. Um, he I'll never forget. I hit him up on Twitter. This how this how I hit him up on Twitter. I said, Hey, if when you want to do something epic, hit me. Here's my number. Mm-hmm. That's all you said. <laughs> He's gonna call me, right? Right. He calls me. Wow. I'm, I'm like, hello. And he's like, yeah, what's up? It's EA Ski. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> he goes, I just got your message. What's up? What, what, what you want to do? And I'm oh, like, just like that. Wow. So he took a chance, right? He, he mm-hmm. didn't know who I was, didn't know anything about me. And he took a chance. And the first video we shot was Amnesia. So you could check mm-hmm. that out on YouTube and everything. Mm-hmm. And, that was a long project that we worked on, right? Mm-hmm. My first video, though, first video, I shot it on the 5D Mark II. Um, I didn't have the gimbal. I didn't have, there was a lot of equipment that I did not have, lighting, you know, 
Sure. Pretty much, right? And, but, and then I didn't know how to edit videos at the time, nothing. I, I, just, mm-hmm. I, I just knew how to shoot, right? Because, again, it was an art form to me. So he gives me the opportunity and we film Amnesia. And I keep having these ideas and, hey, what if we do this? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. You know, it was a long process. It was a very long process that we did. Mm-hmm. But the end result, you know, he he sent it to um, one of his editors that he had. And she was from Canada and she won seven film awards. She got my footage and she said, Ramon, this footage is amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like to hear that from somebody who's in the industry. Tell me that. I was like, wow. Cause I was still like, I don't even know what a settings or, you know, I didn't, yeah. I just did it, you know? Wow. Um, what I said before about when preparation meets opportunity, forget it. <laughs> you got lucky right there. <laughs> hey, you know, I always say though, I don't believe in luck. I, if it's it's supposed to happen, if you're supposed to win the lottery, you're supposed to win the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe sure. in luck. I'm like, when people tell me good luck, I'm like, uh, how about I wish you the best? They're like, okay, <laughs> I like that. I like that, you know. Right. But um, so taking everything that you said so far, all of these, you know, opportunities that came up that you were ready for, what would you tell or what's the best advice um, that you would give to say, like, that photographer that hasn't started yet or maybe that that's scared to put their work out there or that hasn't fully embraced that that passion yet? What will we'll be the advice that you would offer um, somebody looking to get just get started? Practice. Mm hmm. Practice every day. I don't care if you have a nine to five job after that nine to five job practice, do what you love doing, you know, um, don't quit your day job because you still need money coming in. Yeah. A lot of people just say, well, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go do this full time. It doesn't work like that. Cause guess mm-hmm. what? You still got bills coming in for sure. You still got, you know, house payment, car payment, whatever you have got, you have stuff coming in. So I say, you know, go do the job that, that makes good money. Right. Mm -hmm. But instead of coming home and watching Netflix for four hours, practice with your camera study, you know, um, at the time I didn't have, you know, anybody to, to really help me, you know, I had, had but I really didn't, I I read a lot, Mm -hmm. read a lot of books, um, now, you know, it's YouTube, you know, so yeah. I tell people, I go, if you, Ramon, you know, they, and I get all these questions all the time, Ramon, I just got a camera. How do I use it? And I'm like, okay, what kind of camera did you get? Okay, this, this, you know, or they ask me recommendations. What kind of camera do you shoot with? And I'm like, I'm all Sony now. I was Canon, but I'm all Sony now. And I have a black right. K cinema camera now. Um, but Continue to practice, stay focused, right? Because so many people lose focus, mm-hmm. you know, um, and be determined, right? Because you're not going to, you're not going to get it right off the bat. You know, you're not going to get a, a major client right off the bat. You might, right? you know, but there's going to be times where you're not going to get that and you got to work hard, you know, um, and get the gear. Mm-hmm. So just be ready. <laughs> yeah. 
save the money and get the gear, invest in yourself. If you're like, you know what, I want to do photography or I want to be a director, do it, you know, get that gear, study, you know. Um, unfortunately, I didn't go to school for none of this. Mm -hmm. You know, for I, I went to school, I have my degree in computer graphics, but again, this was just another art form. Right. But, you know, now I have, you know, multiple, I have about three mentors that they're known and I could call them up and ask them questions. Um, you know, one of them shoots TI videos. Another one shoots Rick Ross. Another one shoots, um, he, he shot a video with DMX. Like, wow. And I get to call these guys and then say, Hey, and, and one of them's a really good friend of mine. Um, and he's out in LA mm -hmm. and, you know, he's the one that got me editing to where I'm, you know, I had editors before doing my videos where I'm doing it all now. Mm, okay. So it goes back to just keep learning your craft, keep studying and and keep being, you know, ready for what's going on. Um, yeah. So I definitely think. Never give up. Never yeah. give up. You know, there's, there's times that I've, I was going to give up, you know, and I tell people, I go, it's not jump off a bridge, give up. I said, I don't mm -hmm. want you to think that. I go, yeah. it's give up because of this industry, you know. Mm -hmm. The the entertainment industry is a is a it's a crazy industry. Yeah. Um, and it's a hard industry to to you know to be in. It's a hard industry to to keep networking, keep networking, you know, it doesn't stop. It doesn't yeah. stop. It's so fast paced. I know you live out in LA out there, and yeah. I was out there for Super Bowl weekend, and those two days felt like a whole week for me. <laughs> for sure. Tell me about, tell us, go back, give us an idea when you felt pre-COVID here, right? Because we're about to explore what happens. Um, before COVID, how would you describe the pinnacle of your business, the pinnacle of your game? You know, what, what was that activity like? What was your life like during that time? You know, ironically, it was a roller coaster of a ride. Um, I'd have good months. I've had bad months. <laughs> and it, it was a really roller coaster of a ride. Then, okay, now now the pandemic hit, right? I got busier, which mm. sounds really weird, right? Mm -hmm. But, but it, I got busier. But at first, wasn't there an initial reaction to your business at first, perhaps? Like, you know, when 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 we're looking in stores and bread. The, the the aisles of bread are gone and meat's gone. I know you guys are vegan, so that doesn't hurt you, but toilet paper's gone. I think that affected all of us. Wasn't yeah. there a moment of pause? I mean, it was it instantaneous? Your business just suddenly got better? Or? It, it, it was. It was actually because the corporate accounts that I had, oh. they said, hey, Ramon, can you shoot videos? Because we need to follow the CDC guidelines. And um, we need to Okay. So, instant. I was like, wow, right? Um, there you go again, luck and preparation <laughs> equals luck. There you go. <laughs> but but it did get me to, that's when I started editing. Sure. I mean, the videos. That's when I started doing the video editing. That got me to, that pushed me. Because I said, okay, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm not going to de depend on anybody anymore. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make it happen. And I, I, man, I was studying. I'm like a little hermit crab. Like today, I've been editing all day. 
I had I didn't even eat breakfast, nothing today because I was just in that zone. Right. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I hope my stomach don't grow on this on this uh podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a while. So how did um I guess because we've talked about the music, the entertainment industry. How did you start getting like these corporate accounts or just accounts, um, not even accounts, but just regular people and families, you know, wanting to to use your services for for weddings or for just family photo shoots and things like that? Um, how did that start generating on that end? Uh, word of mouth. So mm-hmm. a friend of mine that I used to work with, because um, I, w- I was always into sales. So I did inside sales, outside sales, mm-hmm. and a good friend of mine, Chris Massey. Um, wherever he went, I went, he brought me cause he, he knew, right. what I, I know what you're capable of doing. He goes, you ain't, I know what you're capable of doing. Come with me. So then I would get, you know, not only am I doing the sales, they're like, no, you do photography. And I'm like, oh yeah. So then I'd get that corporate business and they would tell somebody else. And then, um, just like, um, the photo casino. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got them. I built their website and I had an idea for them. I said, Hey, you know, cause they were just going to do the casino thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, it'd be really cool if you threw a photographer in the mix, they changed their business plan because of the idea that I had for them. Oh, okay. I they, see. They bought me my 5d Mark II. Oh, wow. So way back. Right. Cause I, I also bartered. Cause I go, you know what? I don't mind bar, you know, if it's equipment. So I designed their website. They took me to the camera store. They said, what did you need? I was like that, that, and that. <laughs> wow. That's, man, so, that's dope, man. So a lot of it's word of mouth, you know, um, I'm still old school. Business cards. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's that? <laughs> Every, everybody you know nowadays you know oh follow me on tiktok follow me on instagram follow me i'm like here's my business card yeah you know and this i i kid you not like my newest business card um i put i put me on the front of it and i'm just doing this right mm-hmm. so my friend took a picture of me like that so i was like hey, you know what that but well, that's kind of cool I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that so i put that on the front and on the back of the business card, I put a friend of mine who passed away. And I'm like, it's a conversation piece now. Yeah. Because you know? now every time I pass that card out, it's like, who's this tatted up dude in the back? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that was a friend of mine. I say he passed away. He was a music artist. And, you know, I, I kind of keep his legacy alive with that. Gotcha. Um, I want to share something with you guys real quick. I have this. So Tracks a Million, right? Yeah. San Jose, uh, that's where I'm from. Yeah. Good friend of mine. Um, known him for so long. Uh, went to his funeral. Mm-hmm. And that was hard. That was hard for me. Yeah. Uh, when I went, when I called, uh, well, I got invited because it was a, it was like a private event. And mm-hmm. so um, they called me up and I was like, PK, this is his manager. And I go, I said, hey, do you want me to film it? And he was like, if you want, it's up to you. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Tracks would have wanted me to. Yeah. So I did. I went and filmed it. Um, the footage is not out yet. 
um i have all this footage but the program that they did they used my pictures oh wow Man. so like that's one of my pictures right there yeah that's a dope picture i felt so honored that when i opened up this there's a lot of my photos on this thing mm -hmm. and that just it, it it spoke volume to me like like even this one right here i don't know if you guys can see it yeah oh yeah i can but no, he's like a he's a san jose legend man rest in peace to him i know that was sad yeah a lot of those images are mine you know and that mm -hmm. again that it, you you can't put there's no money on this right here man right absolutely not absolutely man. not you know um when i went to i went to dj crazy tunes funeral and the first three pictures that popped up when they showed the slideshow were my pictures. Wow. And I'm like, I felt honored. Like, yeah. Yeah. you have all these pictures of your brother, and the first pictures you show are three that I shot. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it, you know, it, it goes to show you that you got to put heart into what you do, you know? Right. And I don't care if I'm, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity. You know, and I tell people that I go, I treat everybody like a celebrity. I said, the one thing I do do is I, if it's an event or it's your birthday party or, or I'm shooting a, a wedding, I keep it private. Mm -hmm. If you want to share it, that's up to you, but I'm not going to share it. So you won't see a lot of corporate stuff on my Instagram. You won't see right. that. That's hidden. You know, weddings right. hidden, you know, some of the celebrity stuff that I've done hidden, you won't see it. And I you think know. that's I think that's a very important message because a lot of the times when we see people, you know, in film or photography and things like that, a lot of what they're doing, the first thing they do is go and post it. I mean, which is understandable. They're excited about it. Oh, check out this. And it'll be like some behind the scenes footage or it'll be at somebody's wedding or it'll be in a music video or whatever. You see on you know, this behind the scenes stuff and it's like, hey, look at this event or, you know, look at what I did. But goes back to the point of building that rapport with people. I'm sure people respect that, you know, this is up to you. I'm gonna keep this private. It's more of a, a professional, you know, impersonal vibe that you're putting out there for, for people to be more comfortable with you, I guess, was what yeah. I would say. And, and, and then any other photographer looking to um, kind of get into the business, that's, that's an important gem to keep in mind is just, you know, put the people first. And, and that's another thing. Don't always, like when you're at your shoot, focus on your shoot and don't focus on, I got to put this on IG live. Yeah. Don't, don't focus on, oh, I got to, I got to post this. Don't focus on that. When I shot the game, nobody knew I was going to go shoot the game. Mm -hmm. Only people that knew I was going to go shoot the game was a cousin of mine that who went with me. And I, I hired this kid to, to, um, he, he, had his monitor and he tethered it and that's what i that was his job right he he started trying to post it and i went off that's when my puerto rican came out <laughs> i i went off on this kid man i was like what are you doing dude i go no i go i i i, I said a lot more than no but <laughs> sure, sure. i'm sure this is an edited version we're gonna keep the pg <laughs> no absolutely um you don't have to always show what you're doing mm -hmm. like, yeah 
I said, this is this is probably the, some of the best advice right here is that do it like a a, a a chess game, right? You don't know that next move until you say checkmate or or right number, right? You you don't know, and that's how I am. I'm like, I don't want you to see what I'm doing. I want you to see the end result, because then I could put the behind the scenes out. Exactly. Out right when I when I shot the game, nobody knew I was gonna go shoot them. The day that I was there, I go, I said after the shoot, I said, "Hey, game, is it cool?" Actually, it was during the shoot because it was a ten-hour shoot. Mm-hmm. We had real wolves on set too. It was the coolest wow, thing. Wow, really? The, the, the trainers and the wolves came, and I had my camera like this, right? I had my camera up here, and then they go, um, "Are you the photographer?" And I backed up, and I'm looking at the wolves right there. <laughs> Yeah, real wolves. <laughs> um, did they eat? <laughs> they start laughing. They're like, they're like dogs. They're like scared of you. And I was like, I don't know. Can they smell fear? And sure. they said, smell you. I let it smell me, and and man, became friends with that wolf. Right? That's crazy. And I so I knew. Um, oh, go ahead. Uh, so, so I asked the game. I go, hey, game. Is it cool? Um, I I didn't let nobody know that I was shooting you. Is it okay if I say something now? Mm-hmm. And I can't say what he said because <laughs> you have to beep it out. But uh, can you beep it out? <laughs> or we can. We we're, not, we're usually unfiltered. We've we've had some you know guests and we, we're unfiltered here, so go for it. He said, "I don't care if you say you fucked my girl. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want." I was like, "Point <laughs> uh, <right> there." <laughs> oh man! But I want to go back to something that you said real quick because I think that's important too. Um, you know, I, I went to school myself for business, and that's one of the first things you hear and, and first things people preach is don't always talk about what you're doing. Like, if you're going to talk about it or post it or even tell people um, about something, you want to have it, it's done already. You want to talk about things that are done already and not while you're in the process of doing it. Um, I think that is very important, and that helps protect, you know, your 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 idea and, and what you're doing, and it just allows you to, to focus better on it when you're focusing on the end result and not the progress you're making and showing it off to people during the, the progress. I, I agree so much. I mm-hmm. used to be that guy when I was younger mm-hmm. and tell everybody everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what I'm going to work on? I'm going to work on this, right? And then guess what? It didn't happen. Right. And that's easy to do when you're, you're excited. You know, you want to share it you know, with your loved ones and your friends and things like that. But it's um, that's a very important message, though, to just because it, it makes you, you know, focus on it when you're you're not talking about it. You tell yourself, I'm not going to talk about it till it's done. It kind of gives you that extra that extra drive and that extra, you know, it gives you that adrenaline rush. It's like, I got to do this now. I told myself I'm not going to talk about it. So I have to do it so I can talk about it. Yeah. So you don't want to you don't want to talk about things. And then, like you said, them, them not happening and things yeah. like that. That's another thing I want, you know, the, the audience to take away from as well. If they have a passion, whether it's in, you know, photography or any other industry, um, have that, have something you could put out first and don't, don't necessarily get caught up in documenting, you know, the progress of it until you have something with an end result that you can share. And, and, and oh, here's, here's another good thing. Don't worry about a like or a share. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about those things. If your client is 100% happy and loves what you did for them, I don't care if, like, again, it's, this goes, uh, this applies to anything. If you're mm-hmm. a chef, if you're an uh, auto mechanic, whatever, 
it's not about a like and a share. You know, I know nowadays everything's social media driven and everything, you know, but you could be successful and have 10 followers. Right. Mm, yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of made your career and I did too stuff where I'm before it was kind of like a mandate that you had to have por portfolios on social media. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can, you can have 10 followers and then have a career. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see your work. Was <laughs> 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 it where you are, what you do? I'm like, I'm like, and you want me on the show? <laughs> Man, you know, might as well just wear a ski mask. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever, man. But it's um, but uh, well, I'll let you go, Aaron. But I just want to say, um, and it's you know, us just doing this show is a result of of the pandemic because you know we we both had our own things going on and um. You know the the pandemic caused some some hardships in in both of our lives. Um, you know the department where I was working, I was working at a flying car company. So going to work every day was like watching the Jetsons, like literally. Mm -hmm. um, and then that whole and, and you know my position was very customer you know facing, and I was pilot training and, and things like that. And um, you know there wasn't a way to do that remotely, like with with our business model and things we were doing. There wasn't really a way to hey, come fly a flying car, but let us teach you remotely. Like, it doesn't really work that way, you know? So, uh, and then, you know, a bunch of other factors as well. And then, you know, they had to figure, like, is there even going to be a market for this with, with this pandemic before there was, like, even an ending in sight um, or anything like that? So that, unfortunately, had, had shut down. And I know some of the work that Aaron was doing had, um, had pretty much slowed down, and it kind of led us to this point where we're at now because we found so we became like financial professionals during the pandemic like we got our licenses through the state like we studied um and that's something you know we do is we help people building retirement portfolios or we help people use you know their finances to their advantage like you know tax-free strategies and, and things like that that we now know about that we didn't grow up learning at all and then you know we we're able to start businesses in that industry um, you know, while Aaron is waiting, you know, for some entertainment, um, you know, gigs that pick back up, but we were able to start businesses in, in that industry. And it, it didn't come from, like you said, it didn't come from, um, oh, this, well, you can make a lot of money doing this. It came from us genuinely wanting to help people and, and help our families and like people where we come from in our communities, they're not financially aware and how, how to make money work for them. And then, you know, this pandemic, we're in a time where people lost a lot. They lost jobs. They lost money. They had to take out 401ks and, and now they don't have retirements anymore. Like just things they had to do to survive. And then we just started thinking like we, we were able to start businesses and get our licenses for, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Like we could teach people how to do the same and, and start this platform to, to have conversations with other people that are doing the same thing, but just in other industries. So like example, like with you with the photography, just practice. You got a phone nowadays. You could practice on a phone. That's not gonna cost you anything. Like, you know, and then and just build that skill set up and build some rapport with people. Yep. But sorry, Aaron, I know you were gonna uh you're gonna say something there. Oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, oh, you asked, you said, what, 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 what have I been doing? Something. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, Kyle can, Kyle can attest to this. I never, I came to LA in 05. And before that I was in New York and in 2000 to 2005, I never been super flashy. I've never, I, I, I've very, been very tight-lipped about my work in the industry. Kyle's like one of the only family that, I don't know, I feel like you've been to some, I feel like you've been to a studio with me at least once. Yeah. You, you know, you've been to like, um, he's been to parties with me, you know, but getting into the industry in, in um, New York, it's really fashion-based. You know, Okay. I, you know, I got to work on some of the cool music videos back when they had nice budgets, you know, in the yeah. early 2000s, kind of the end of that, you know, <laughs> so yeah. I could work on some of that stuff. But for me, the focus was mostly fashion and I would get hired to shoot behind the scenes for like photographers that were uh, producers that were, were selling, putting images in Cosmo, Allure, Seventeen, all those hair and beauty type magazines. Yeah. So I was doing a lot of casting in that realm. I was doing a lot of um, uh, behind the scenes video in that realm. Um, and then I, I got into, you know, models kept coming in. Here's, here's the thing for me, like, you know, of course I knew Wu -Tang, I was a big Wu-Tang Clan person, you know, old, old dirty bastard, Ghostface, cause I played that, that was on the repeat, you yeah. know, but, you know, but for me, um, I was working with models at the top of the industry that I can't even pronounce their names, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, cause it's, you know, some Russian name or something, you know, so I couldn't even tell you. So, so, so I mean, I remember I had a Paris Hilton got uh, a job one day when she came into the studio and nice. you know, I have a few of those things, but I couldn't, I couldn't name the first one because it'd be. I can't even think of what it was. <laughs> but but over the years, you know, I just kind of, um, you know, it's like word of mouth. You know, people see or they, they hear that you've uh, you do this and that, and I probably work with over two hundred different casting companies. And um, I did this show. I cast the, the all the models. You know that show, Making the Cut on Amazon Prime. With yeah. Boom and Tim Gunn. The first season I did, me and my partner did, uh, we cast all those runway models for that in North America. They cast oh. girls from Tokyo and Paris as well, but we did all the girls from North America. Um, and really just have built up a portfolio on the modeling side versus the um, you know, music artist side. And, and, and you know, girls kept asking, do you shoot pictures too? You know, for years, to be honest with you, I always just turned it down because I didn't want it, just like you didn't want to learn uh, Adobe Premiere or Final Cut or whatever. I didn't want to learn Photoshop. I'm like, man, get this, bro. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to spend two years learning another software. I know enough software. Here I am, late 20s and me talking like that already, you know? <laughs> The gall, you know, God, another 40, 50 years in, in, in work, you know, and, and, and um, so I got into photography 
that led to management, started doing model management, and then um, got a unique opportunity to uh, work with Hollywood Weekly Magazine. So now I'm the director of talent for them, and I help procure talent to be in the magazine, uh, work with you know advertisers, and 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 so on and so forth. So, but I still dabble in everything. I still have clients. I'm expanding. I'm starting to direct man uh, to manage directors, and oh, okay. music artists. You know, I still. It's like you said. You know, you still can't put all your eggs in one yep. basket. You know what I mean? I have you manage me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, with the clientele you got, you know, we might have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> no yes yes we do because there's times that i'm like i can't do it all like i'm trying to sell myself i'm trying to do this i'm trying to like look what i shot look what i did you know and it's like yeah i just, I just want to go like this all right yeah. all right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i get it <laughs> i'm like uh, oh that that's the part that if you don't have the business mindset yeah yeah you're not gonna go far you're not you know you're not um and i could also use you for casting on on models because i got some, some things coming up that i'm like are we gonna talk <laughs> yeah aaron <laughs> hey if it's cool aaron i'll uh i'll text ramon your information so for anybody you know viewing this episode and and interested in you know in your services ramon where can they find you your IG is, is is fire, and I think it tells a, a good story about you know what you've been what you've been up to. Thank you, thank you. Um, R four photos, so R five four, so the number five, the number four, and then photos, so R fifty four photos. Um, a lot of people don't know why it's called R fifty four. Remember mm -hmm. how I said is he R T D 2s cousin? Right, I was gonna ask you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ramon, obviously, right. Um, 54 because there's 54 cards in a deck. Mm. So a magician for over 30 years. So you're wait, a you're a magician? What the heck? <laughs> I learn something <laughs> new every day. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I just hear that right? <laughs> Dude, that that's great for building rapport with people. Absolutely. Dude, that's the magic trick right there. So <laughs> that's luck. Uh, like you do this, right? So you take a ring and you do this. What the heck? <laughs> he even works on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. That's so, that's that's another little secret that I have is that is that you know I do a magic trick, right? Now you you your mind's like, whoa, wait up. Mm -hmm. He just disappear he made my ring disappear you know now you're open to say or you're open to what i'm gonna tell you now you know right right so, right be, so yeah so we could shoot your music video oh hey hold on did i have to tell you i was a magician you know and they do a trick and they'd be like so what was your budget and they're gonna be they're gonna be thinking about that magic trick they're gonna be like ramon what, what you need right <laughs> No, even right now, when you said that, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> now I'm thinking about that. You know, yeah. magic tricks and stuff like that. That's dope, man. So yeah, so um, and then so my my full name though is Ramon. So it's R-A-M-O-N, mm -hmm. and then my name is P-I-Q-U-E-R-O. 
if you Google my real name, Blueface Pictures pop up. Oh, what? <laughs> so I had to I had to rebrand my business cards to say my my name because it's on rollingstone.com images that I shot of him. Uh, Complex. All, and they put Ramon Picero, a.k.a. R54 Photos, or R54 Oh, photos. so that's why they all pop up. I see. Yeah. So I didn't know that until I was like, I'm going to search my name real fast. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, all these blue face pictures are popping up. Uh, um, Five million people have seen his image. Oh, I need to change my business card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. So, yeah, so I start telling people, like, you know, oh, what do you go by R? And I'm like, Ramon Picero. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's the government name. <laughs> right? Exactly. Nah, this, is, this has been dope, man. Thanks for coming on and, and sharing everything. Um, I'm glad that you two are going to be able to hopefully connect after this yeah. um, as well. I know you guys have similar things going on and similar backgrounds, so I think you guys will be able to help each other out, too. I can't wait to chop it up with you offline, Aaron. <laughs> me neither bro <laughs> i know we just got the tip of the iceberg you son of a <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, for sure for sure you guys want to see a sneak peek of a video that is not out yet yeah boy oh, yeah <laughs> uh, all right hold on self-nominated exclusive we gotta we gotta go to the back cave real quick hold on <laughs> Look at this. All right. So let me see. If, let me see how I turn around this. Uh... All right. All right. Here we go. All right. This is a wedding I'm doing. Uh, let's see here. I have tons of eight wait, turbines. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make your video front and center. Okay. So that we can uh, see it better. Okay. All right, here we go.
<laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, I like the effects on that and everything. But yeah, man, no, this is this has been dope. Just talking um and everything. And um guys, man. This is exciting. No, I'm excited to have, you know, that Ramon was on, on the show and everything. And that, this is just the beginning. And this just goes back to what we're we we're talking about. Like we had Aaron and I had just a vision and a passion, you know, for what we're doing and we're sticking to it. And, you know, we just want people to share, share their stories to help inspire others um, that want to be, you know, more than what they might be right now through their passions. And yeah. just recognizing the skills it takes to get there. Definitely some good takeaways here. Definitely, definitely. And um, I want to do a photo shoot for you and your family, so. Oh man, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna uh, I'll let Selena know. On the show and everything, man. I, I gotta take come on now. Oh man, I appreciate that. No, that that, that means a lot. I'll uh I'll tell um you know my wife when I when I get back in the house. <laughs> when I get out of this man cave podcast studio. <laughs> definitely appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate appreciate you. Thank you for having me on, man. I, oh I, man, no, yeah. thank you. Thank you for your time. No, I appreciate oh, that. It's, uh, you know. Got me a break from from editing too, so it was good. There you <laughs> go. See, <laughs> like a little lunch break. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, thank you, Ramon. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. I'm